0: Listening to the strut with Chili, TD, and Info Joe. Hello, Strut fans. This is Chili. This is our next episode talking about Marshall. So it's the first time we ever played Marshall. We had a bye week this past week. So we're hoping our shots were able to heal up, rest up, get refocused, and get ready for the rest of this season. We only have four regular season games left. So it's a big push here, and there's a lot still to unpack as far as the Sun Belt East standings go. Looks like it's anybody's ballgame at this point. So we're going to dive into things happening around the belt. we're going to look at marshall talk about them some and then as always wrap it up with some trivia talk about the uniform of the week thanks to our coastal our friends at coastal equipment those guys are amazing they're the best equipment team in the entire ncaa hands down you are the national champion so sit back and relax here comes the strut TD, Info Joe, Strut Nation, Teal Nation. Welcome to 54 minutes of the get that swag back, back for the attack. Shots are hitting the road, and that's a fact, Jack. High flying, hurt is crying. Marshall gets a participation trophy for trying. I screwed that up. Run up to the mountain. Too many points. They're counting. Two, three, four. hut. you're listening to the strut. TD, tonight's episode title brought to you by the Alumni Association is entitled Chauncey Enacts. The Marshall Plan.
1: Oh man, nice. Well, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another edition of the Strut Podcast. We had the uh, the weekend off. We had a chance to step back, reflect, and hopefully re-energize. Uh, watch some other teams play each other, and I think you both would agree that uh, our, our our men of teal strut podcast nation everybody needed a weekend to kind of step back and relax so that being said how was your weekend off gentlemen what'd you do and what games did you watch
2: I had a great weekend i watched a lot of the sunbelt stuff especially the 330 window, the jmu marshall game obviously to kind of scout this out and take a look at jmu a little bit later on and then of course georgia southern odu was i thought i was more of a fascinating game mm. than marshall jmu was i watched that and you know, kind of watch some of South Carolina, Texas, a and It was an interesting game to watch and had a nice steak and went to bed fairly early. So it was a nice uh, not nice Saturday to kind of just take a little bit off and hopefully our guys were able to kind of reinvigorate themselves and get some people healthy. You know, I'm not going to have everybody back that we hoped, but, uh, you know, hey, we got to go play Saturday. So let's get
0: ready. I mean, we haven't had any, everybody we wanted all year long anyway. Why worry about it now?
2: Uh, exactly. You got to play it who you got. You know, got to play with who you That's got. right. That's
0: right. I mean, I'm not right. bemoaning anything, but we have not been healthy all year long. So we we'll just go ahead and just go play some football.
1: Oh, Chili, do you see this? What? Wait, Chili, where's yours?
0: I, I don't know. I don't know who you guys Ooh. are getting your stuff from, but clearly it's not making it down to Charleston, South Carolina, where.
2: You got to swing by Hackler, Chili. Oh, just you got to drive over that. there, just, right? Just swing by Hackler. <laughs> just drive you know? on over there. But this almost looks like a slot machine you know you get two of the outside windows right and then they'll kind of the window in the middle
0: you get, three, you get all
2: three of them boom you hit the jackpot that kind of thing
0: <laughs> hey i'm <laughs> um, the joker on that one or the bar whatever. the, the, that joker. Is. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: the cherry right the cherry that's um it. well one little special thing i'd like to, to announce my for those that know me i love to be outdoors love to hunt fish i text you two gentlemen early uh saturday morning not too, too early, but early, um, where we hunt over near the one, the only Joe Cashin off the Lynch's river over that way. My son Maddox, who just turned eight in September, uh, it's not football related, but it's life related, but it's a big dad moment for those that know the Danilies. Again, we love to hunt fish and, uh, especially hunt. Maddox took his first five point of the year, about 135, 40 pound five point over there off the Lynch's river hunting with, uh, uh, Two former Shauna Clears. I got to give a shout out to Craig Smith, also known as Smitty, and John Malatia. Both of them played baseball back in the uh, uh, in the '90s. Uh, Coastal. That's who we hunt with. So they were big help with that. And uh, so that was a big dad moment. And uh, old old big Jeff Danley. He doesn't get misty eye too often, but he got misty eye that morning when he pulled up and uh, saw Maddox had done it all by himself, man, all by himself. Held the gun, shot, and and made a perfect shot, and uh, so um, big, big dad moment, big grown moment for a uh, for the Danley family that day. So that was pretty special. Pretty special. good stuff. Yeah, man.
2: congratulations. What did you what you do with the meat? You gonna make some sausage or some?
0: Uh... Oh yeah, hey, that I was my to question you. too, Joe. We, yeah. <laughs> y'all,
1: y'all y'all can welcome to it, man. It matter of fact, anybody listens to the podcast, if you ever come by Conway, look, I'm not saying I'll tell you right where I live, corner of Ninth Avenue and Collins Street, downtown Conway. You ever come by? There's always a cold beer and some and something to cook on the grill or smoke mm. so y'all are always welcome all and, right uh yeah After man, i After I go I'm by not... the
0: hackler course travis i'm just gonna drive on over to travis's hey, house hey we just drive thing. by the
2: hackler and then go buy <laughs> tvs you know pick up a coal a little <laughs> venison, and you all squared away that's
0: right hey show man, off my I new 90 it. sweatshirt and go have a have a one with TD.
1: sounds great there's, all, there's always cold miller lights in the uh, fridge here on college street but no it's uh anytime you want some deer meat man we got it but how about the week that was, man? I mean, it's um. I, look, Tilly, what games did you watch?
0: I <clears throat> I had a keen interest in watching the Thursday night Troy South Alabama game, and we'll go through yeah what happened yeah. in the Sun Belt in just a second. But I was interested in that one just because I I feel like right now the winner of that game is number one in the conference. Um, and I also was interested in the Marshall JMU game just because we we're playing both of those coming up in Marshall's this week. Um, and I still like to look at opponents that we've already played to kind of measure against who we've already played. Now, I really had my eye on Georgia Southern ODU as well, just because it's just somebody you can kind of do some comparison for what that's worth, if it, as far as that gets you. So, I mean, there was a, actually it was a really good slate of Sunbelt football this past mm-hmm. week. I mean, it was some mm-hmm. interesting games. Um, I mean, I think there was the one blowout Louisiana over Arkansas state, but I mean, everything else was, you know, well, except for army doubling up ULM. So I mean, everything else was was a really good set of ball games this week. So, y'all want to go ahead and jump into the belt and talk about the scores? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's go around the belt. We need some like, you know that um, that hey I'm Let's go around the belt. Hey, I think <laughs> that'd be good right there, TD. Um, hey, I'm
1: all for. It. You know, I me mean? little little
0: background noise is always yeah, good. that'd be good. Um, Thursday, Troy defeats South Alabama ten to six. That was a good ball game. I don't. I'm, I'm a defensive fan. And a lot of people are not because of there's not much scoring but that ball game was entertaining and low scoring at the same time who, um who was who was the announcer uh the, the older um oh
1: nelly we got a slobber knocker
0: oh keith who, jackson
1: um, keith jackson thank you that that would me, be a classic keith
0: jackson game right there and the cool thing about that td is like it took place in alabama and i remember him saying on TV, Joe he would say alabama so that was like you know troy at south alabama
2: mm-hmm. you know, keith jackson was the best oh, that's good was i'll tell you what I, you know what both those teams are really really good they troy's are. defense I, I love the way troy plays defense i mean they just get after you they fly to the ball they're physical you know they they shut the run down they you know, they're good on the back end. They're they're good everywhere on that side. I love how they play defense. I mean, South Alabama's really good, too. I mean, 10-6, both teams playing their butts off on D. But Troy, right now, best team in the league, in my opinion.
0: I agree. Right. Um, going to Saturday last week, Army hosting ULM 48-24 Army. Marshall 26-12 over JMU. Georgia Southern defeats Old Dominion 28-23 in Norfolk. Uh, Louisiana 38 18 over Arkansas state and southern miss 20 Texas State 14 that was your week in the sun Belt, guys intriguing games where you know you try to
1: do you know you try to do linear comparisons with games and 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 whatnot um, it just goes to show that you know what transpired now would be two weeks this weekend. That wasn't the best version of who we are. And at the same time, you you know, in this conference, you're going to have some weeks where, you know, just intriguing things happen. And, you know, you get a Georgia State team that plays well, beats a Georgia Southern team, but then they get smoked by App. And the Georgia Southern turns around and beats uh, ODU, who, you know, put a a good thumping on us. And then you get JMU and Marshall, and Marshall couldn't get past. I mean, you, you start looking at all that, you go, all right, are we as good, bad, or indifferent? But we're all right there. To Joe's point, there's really two teams that are on that top shelf right now, humbly saying that. And then there's about four of us that are that are not far off. If we just get a few things to click right, we, we could easily be next step up. But um, this week coming up, when we break that down, this week coming up will be – it will be a litmus test for us to see where we are coming out of this break for the back four or five games of this year. I'll tell you, you, watch you watch
2: Old Dominion and Georgia Southern, and it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, that, that was the Old Dominion team you kind of figured you are going to see the week before. I mean, yeah. an okay team. Nothing that really knocked your socks off. Nothing that, you know, made you just go, how, how are they doing that? I mean, it was like Georgia Southern took a 14-3 lead and never trailed. I mean, just kind of had control mm-hmm. all the way through you know, they were the better team. They went into Old Dominion and won that game. And I (laughs) shake your head. It's like You know Old Dominion couldn't gas Georgia Southern like they did us. I mean, they couldn't get everything that they wanted. It's so funny. Like, you're talking about, TD. You just don't know. And I say this too. You just don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next. I mean, you know, the head-scratching games this year, us and Old Dominion, Texas State runs roughshod over App, and then that App all of a sudden figures it out, and jmu beats app and you know boone and then here, here goes jmu without tots and tail last week and they look about as pedestrian as you could look i mean against uh you know against marshall i mean marshall got down 12 to 2 in that game and then all of a sudden they figured out you know we better feed Caleb kayla labor the ball and you know i guess one of the best run defenses in the country best defenses period he goes for a buck 50 against them and looks really good so Who knows what you're going to get from one week to the next in this league this year? It's it's crazy. Who knows what you're going to get?
1: You know, a a random another random example of that. You know, to step outside the conference, use example. You know, LSU, Ole Miss. I mean, LSU walloped Ole Miss by what three three touchdowns or more. And same point. You just never know if you're not prepared. You don't execute. You don't come to the game with that energy, Joe. You've touched on it that sometimes our sideline. And I, you know, you wonder, again, you know me, I'm not one to give excuses, but you do wonder if the impact of thinning in some of the ranks and some of our positions, coupled with not having a bye week to about week eight, you know, you just wonder if all those young, inexperienced leadership, it just, it, it, the grind kind of got to us. You know, and it, and for those listening to this, I'll try, you trying to get, I'm not giving them an out. I'm not looking back, I'm looking forward, but when you when you get a chance to to reflect on a weekend and that's why i want to you know position this next question for us when you get to reflect on a weekend what do you gentlemen i've had this question in my pocket i didn't text you about it what do you gentlemen one week ago week and a half now actually the morning after the odu game versus watching games this weekend and tonight what do you individually say okay where was i at and where am i at now with who we are what we are what i felt what
0: i see steve um that's a good question and the first thing that comes to my mind is i'm kind of at the same place because Mm -hmm. we knew kind of going into well let's go back to week one with army we knew we were going to be facing some struggles with some health issues and Mm -hmm. that stuff's kind of i don't want to say compounded but there's been some other health issues that have happened along in the season. That's not just saying people missing time, but people playing hurt as well. That weighs on you too, I think. So for me, I'm kind of in the same place, but I'm also that person. I'm more of a positive thinker than a lot of our fans are sometimes. Joe, so you know what I'm talking about. When Do I, do I ever. What I want to say about that is this, that TD, to your point, I feel like we're not looking back and saying, well, we've been hurt and we're still six and one. I want to choose to look forward and go as we get healthier, we should begin to look better because some of that depth is going to be helped as people come on board and begin to help us and have more hands in the pot, so to speak, to kind of move this thing along forward. I'm going to be positive with this, but I'm also kind of the same place. I'm not waiting, Joe, for that doom and gloom. Blowout game where you know tons of guys get injured and we just have a bad Mm. game, and then we that snowballs, and the rest of the season is ruined because we do have some doom and gloom in in Chant Nation. What I'm saying right now is I'm choosing to look at it as as we begin to get healthier, and as those young guys Mm. keep getting more and more experience, I feel like going forward, everything else right now is gravy because we're going to a bowl game. So we're going to have all those practices getting ready. You're going to have that role mm-hmm. prep and that opponent, whoever that is. So I'm choosing to take the rest of this season. If we fall short and don't make it to the Sun Belt Conference Championship and or win it, um, I'm going to be disappointed, obviously, because I want to win every single game we play. I want to be 1-0 every single week. But at the same time, I'm also feeling like we've also made some headway in this program because, Joe, mm-hmm. you say it every time we had a podcast for the last couple of weeks, and it's 1,000% true you better get us right now. So that's how I'm looking at the rest of the season right yeah. now. Great, hey, great point.
2: Joe? Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, Chile. I mean, we've
2: got the gloom and doomers out there. I mean, it doesn't matter whether we win. If we and they're win, listening, the other teams they are suck. listening too. I, that's fine. If we win, it's because the other team sucks. If we, if we lose, it's because we suck. I mean, there's never, there's never another <laughs> team on the field. There's never anybody else out there trying to win. There's never any other group of coaches or players. You know, they're out there competing against us. It's all about we either what we do or what we don't do. Get them there. But here, here's where we stand now as opposed to a week ago. A whole you lot better that. shape when you look at uh, the standings. That those games as they unfolded in the east could yes. not have worked out any better for us with ODU taking a loss and, and JMU taking a loss. You know, yeah. I mean <laughs> I I feel personally a lot better on those terms, <laughs> you know, where we are. In the standings. I mean, we control our destiny literally from here on out, right now. There
0: you go. You isn't know that what you we want? And isn't destiny. that what you want? End of the day, you control exactly. your destiny.
2: We're six and one and we're three and one. And yeah, we stunk the last game. There's no getting around it. There are no making excuses for it. We stunk and got our tails whipped. No joke. You know, that's what happened. But right now, mm-hmm. as it stands, we have our destiny in our hands. We go win this week. We get app coming to our place you know conference championship you know birth on the line we'll run through conway we couldn't have asked for anything better in my opinion so let's let's see what happens let's hope that you know and I'm a hopeful guy i think you know with given the culture of where this program is we're going to find a way we're going to jamie is this staff we're going to find a way these kids are going to find a way we got energized hopefully you know with the off week maybe we'll get some guys back we are not going to get everybody back that we expected unfortunately gonna have to wait a little mm-hmm. longer it looks like but hey we're gonna still take you know 60 some odd kids up to huntington this weekend with every intention of winning and that's the goal to go up there and win and be seven and one and four and one we go do that look out
0: Ooh, uh, buddy pd i'm ready to go play after hearing that Maybe get my helmet i'm
1: ready no, to go there play you go get that helmet on there i like
0: coach like Cash Ch- has spoken coach, that's right hey
1: we're going to run inside. We're going to run outside. They say these guys are bigger and better than us. 57
0: toss power trap. Let's do it.
1: 57 toss power trap. Hey, that was what I was hoping was, is Joe, Joe, Chili, you touched on it. Joe nailed it. We control our path forward. Now, you could always say that, right? Yes, but we, we are in this. Everybody has two losses except us and ODU and between this weekend and next weekend. Let this sink in, Deal Nation, Strut Podcast Nation. It's okay to talk about this. I can't stand people say. You can't talk about it. Talk about it. If we win the next two ball games, let this sink in. If and when we win the next two ball games, Joe Cashin, what does that make us in the conference?
2: Well, I mean, you're talking about the next. Okay, so we're, we're, we'd be, what, five and one makes us five and one five how one many conference
1: chili how many games do you play in conference
0: are you asking me trivia now um you trivia. well you play everybody in your division so that's six don't you play eight you play eight yeah two cross yeah, you play eight so
1: i'm not quick on math but if you're five and one and you play eight and you have a two game lead on everybody else gentlemen I don't have to be a mathematician to figure out. You just clinched the share of the East.
2: Well, we are going to hope we we do need ODU to stumble one more time at least, and their schedule their schedule down the stretch, you know, their that's, conference schedule. They have more conference games left than we do. You know, they they got to play. They got to play Georgia State. You know, they got uh, yeah, I got Georgia State in Atlanta this weekend. They'll have to go to South Alabama at the end of the year. I mean, that's. You know, one of the two best teams in the West. So I mean when I say we control our own destiny, yeah yeah a, a, a big part of it. Yes. We we went out we we ought to be in good shape or even we you know might might even be able to suffer one more along the way and still be okay. But that's why
0: they call it help. we
2: need ODU to, know to <laughs> you kind of yeah they need, they, they need stumble
0: need, that helped. Yeah. But
1: yeah. They didn't anyway, yeah I, I stand by everything that I said. So exactly so that's the thing—is that you got to go one and know. And the, the the point I'm doing on this is perspective. For those that are listening, for those that, uh, man, and look, I didn't like that loss either. It was ugly. It was bad. But it's behind us. But even with all that, we control our own destiny because again, we've played five conference games, right? Four conference, four, games. four with four left. Many teams have only played two or three and have four or five conference late. I mean, it's. It's going to it's going to come down to each week just execution and what we need to accomplish. But the destiny our destiny's still out there, man. We could sure still is. end up. Sure we could is. still end up winning the East. We could still end up in the conference title game. To Chili's point, if not, we've now. I mean, we win a couple three ball games the last five things like that. You know, we're not we're not giving in by no means. Anybody listen to this? But it's the point of perspective. It's just perspective.
2: Having said all that. We we gotta play better on defense. We do. We gotta. We we gotta get. We gotta get what happened against ODU ironed out, and we really need some speed in the backfield at some point. Those two things, Uh,
0: you know. Yep. Let's go around the Sun Belt and see what's coming up this week. Also, so Thursday, Louisiana will travel to Southern Miss. Um, I don't know if you any of y'all listening or Joe UNTD. I don't know if y'all see Facebook, the Sun Belt page on Facebook. They're talking about Louisiana Southern Miss being some sort of an older rivalry dating back many, many years ago. So, I guess they're renewing the rivalry between Louisiana and Southern Miss in some way. Um, Saturday, ODU will travel to Georgia State. Robert Morris is going to pack up his suitcase and head to App State. He's going to go up the mountain by himself. Uh, He's going to take on App State.
2: You know how many wins Robert Morris has this season?
0: How's he doing so far? (laughs) A big fan of zero. Donuts. Ah, poor guy and you know their mascot you might know it uh Ooh.
1: it's robert morris is it
0: not <laughs> the, the fighting robert morris, is. <laughs> the, fighting robert Aren't morris. the colonials or
1: something like that yeah i think I they're, think they're the
0: governors the governors, governors. no that's... Yeah. the zeros that, which is also austin p i think also
1: that, yeah the governor's austin p that's what i, was I will about check too. on that yeah they're, they're, um,
2: their uh, chant is let's go p
0: <laughs> that's true and it wasn't Robert Morris, a cigarette brand. No, that's,
2: that's RJR. That's uh, okay. Um, that's, that's, R.J. R.J. God, that's R.J. Di- we're, we're, As we digress, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, uh, South Alabama will travel to Arkansas State and then the good guys will travel to Huntington, West Virginia, Joe, to take on Marshall. You get to go to jonesy C. Edwards Stadium and see historic Marshall University yep number sure one is. i'm jealous that's really cool you get to go do that and that's your what you do is afforded you a chance to do that but yep. yeah that's just really cool dude i'll be honest with you the joan
1: the joan as they call it up there
0: yep yep a lot
2: of a lot of, lot of history there you know a lot of history and i can't remember they were telling me about some place that has the best biscuits and breakfast in west virginia I, I wish i remembered that i talked to a guy did a radio hit preseason. He said you got to go hit that what no matter what what you do you got to go find that place for breakfast whatever it was i'll i'll share next week i'll figure it out but uh yeah i'm looking i'm looking forward to the trip
1: joe that should be something when you go on the road man you should uh you should talk about maybe the place y'all went ate at that way we can hear kind of joe's road show for food man whenever (laughs) you go when you go on away trips.
2: well we went to the superior steakhouse down in shreveport on the, uh, on the ULM trip and the calf there, they were there. They, they took care of
1: us. They did. A, it was great to go out to go out to eat with those folks. So yeah, it was yep. fun. Well, so wait a minute. So let's talk about those games real quick. You've got Louisiana playing Southern Miss. We need Southern Miss to win that game. Why? Because we play them at the end of the year. Makes our schedule look better. Okay. We need, I, see, I'm all for Jordan. I'm all for Southern Miss beating Louisiana. I'm not saying they're gonna do that, but we need them to beat Louisiana because that helps us, but obviously I want anybody to beat Louisiana.
2: I don't care who it is. You know? <laughs> Southern Mid, Southern Methodist, you know. Southern U. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Southern, Southern U means, Moore. Southern Robert Morris, that's great. Yeah, there,
2: there you go. Charleston uh, Southern, whoever. I don't Charleston care. Whoever.
1: <laughs> um interesting enough, I was looking at those games. We need Georgia State to figure out a way to beat ODU.
0: Yes.
1: That would be I, you, you,
0: that wouldn't shock a kid,
2: me a bit. Yeah, I, I, a, that, that, shock that would me. be that would be just that would be just like the Georgia State Panthers to come along and stink it up one week and look like world beaters the next. Wouldn't wouldn't shock me a bit.
0: Well, they're playing at Turner Field, so they should be okay. <laughs> I'm never going to let I, them live that down. Oh, man. Robert Morris is the Colonials, by the way. The
2: the ODU radio crew. I gave the ODU radio crew a heads up on what they're going to be facing at Georgia State. They're behind home plate. It's the worst setup in the conference. So,
1: you know, best of luck to everybody in that one.
0: (laughs) Security guards,
1: fans.
2: Security guards, uh, you know, 100 or so fans (laughs) will be there. And then the ODU radio crew, and maybe the Panthers can pull out a victory.
0: Oh, in front okay. of dozens of fans at Turner Field, dozens.
2: the dozens. MCI Bowl, friends and family only. So, hey, do we Will want to go
0: run there and go. Pick, our,
1: pick our winners on that?
0: I just had a thought, real quick, before we do winners, TD. All right, this is World Series time. World Series begins Ooh. on Friday. Ooh, so Ooh. maybe there's some magic left in Turner Field where Georgia State can maybe pull this one off. The <laughs> October of magic around World Series time. Georgia State, ODU, I think. What do you think? I'm throwing it out there. This is the. I think Georgia State wins. I'm taking them to win. I, this is just the kind of game they'll
2: win. I think they'll win.
0: i us yeah. just run through them. Louisiana Southern Miss. What do we got?
2: I'm gonna go Southern Miss. I think so too. Give me, give me, give me, give me Southern Miss at the Real Rock.
0: Golden Eagles sweep on the strut. ODU travels to Turner Field to take on Georgia State. I'm pulling for the Panthers. Me too. Yeah, give me State. Robert Morris and his family vacationing in Boone this weekend. There's a Uh, football game that's going to break out. Colonials. uh, Now, this weekend, we are all Colonials. uh, Yeah, it won't be for long, though. Uh, App App
2: State State gets a scrimmage where they come to us on Thursday.
0: But wouldn't it be great if App State got Michiganed by Robert Morris in their home? (laughs) I'm just saying. What's the
1: next game, Jimmy? <laughs> South That yeah, yeah. goes to Arkansas State. South Alabama, man. Yeah, they, that'd they, be an they easy gonna, one. They go, they're going to smoke
2: them. If and, Arkansas State gets James Blackman back at quarterback, I mean, that could be a potential trap game. Give me South Alabama, but I wouldn't be shocked if that's closer to than what
0: different. people think. Just to be different, Joe. And then the last one the good guys traveling to Marshall. That's self explanatory. Very good. So, speaking of Marshall, Here's some information, guys, on Marshall as we jump into the Marshall breakdown. Um, I learned a lot about Marshall this week. TD, don't start yawning already. Let's meet Marshall. So, the university itself was founded in 1837. Joe, named for your favorite Chief Justice of the U.S., James Marshall. You talk about him all the time. That's exactly right. Yes, he loves uh, James Marshall. I forgot who it was for a second. He ordered James Madison, TD to deliver judicial appointments to William Marbury in the famous Marbury versus Madison case. Now I'll bring that up because, and I'm going to digress here shortly, Joe, it is cool to say that Marshall made James Madison do anything as we talk about Sunbelt football. Historically speaking, the school has kind of stood alone. It's not a subsidiary of WVU. It's not a satellite of anybody else. It's an older traditional school based out of Huntington, West Virginia. Um, we also want to mention um, the 1970 tragedy as part of their history. They talk about it a lot too. Um, if you've seen the movie, We Are Marshall is an amazing movie. It's one of my favorite football movies of all time. Matthew McConaughey is amazing in that. Um, they, they, The team perished in a plane crash coming back from East Carolina, November 14th, 1970. Um, And Joe, you may get a chance to see the big uh, memorial that's mid-campus there. Um, They have Mm -hmm. a beautiful fountain that was erected in honor of that. So, guys, I just want to bring it up and just say, you know, out of the respect to the university that we have for, for them and for college football in general, from the Strut Podcast, all respect to Marshall University for working through that tragedy. It's a great story of human triumph, and I mean that with all due respect to Marshall. I know we're opponents this week, but just want to go ahead and just say that to you guys. Um, I hope you're listening, and I want to read to y'all what the monument says to commemorate that tragedy. It says that their goal is to commemorate the living rather than the dead on the waters of life, rising, receding, surging, so as to express upward growth, immortality, and eternality. Um, oh. If you've ever seen it, it's like a set of wings, and there's water flowing in the fountain itself. It's a really beautiful monument. Famous grads, we all know Randy Moss, also Chad Pennington, Byron Leftwich, who's now the offensive coordinator with Tampa Bay, I think. Mm-hmm. So far this season, Marshall is 4-3 and three overall, 2-2 two and two in the Sun Belt. They defeated Norfolk State 55-3, Notre Dame 26-21. They lose the very next week to Bowling Green 34-31. Lost to Troy 16-7. Came back and beat Gardner Webb 28-7. Lost to Louisiana 13, 23-13. And then beat James Madison 26-12. Just a few quick numbers and I'll stop. Uh points per game. Marshall is scoring 26.5, allowing 16 and a half. Average yards per game, they're uh, they've amassed, sorry, 204 yards per game while giving up 78.1. I'm not quite sure if that's a correct stat or not. Rushing TDs, 14. They've given up three average yards per game, 388.6 to 284.4. They're okay on third down, Joe, 35, maybe 36%. Leading rusher is Leborn. Did I say that right, Joe? Labor. Labor. Okay, sorry. 188 carries, 1,027 yards through the first seven games and 12 touchdowns. Not quite sure if the quarterback, Columbia, is going to be back or not, but he has 943 yards, four interceptions, six touchdowns. Um, so far, statistic ranks in the Sun Belt. Marshall is number one on scoring defense. They're number nine total offense. They've given up the most sacks in the Sun Belt. They're number one in interceptions, number two in rushing yards, 13 in passing yards, and number thirteen in overall offense, offensive efficiency, and that is Marshall. They are Marshall. They are Marshall.
1: I, I think, um, Joe. I, you know, we always usually I kick it to you first. I, I'm gonna kind of tee it up a little bit. I got a hunch I may know where you may go, but still gonna tee this thing up. This game's not about Marshall. Really, no game is. But this game is about Coastal. Can Coastal be the best version of Coastal this week versus Marshall? That's what this game is about. There's going to be some breakdown, but, Joe, what do you see through the headset uh, come Saturday looking for, scouting what you believe or keys? Um, And, again, Coastal being Coastal first before we even worry about having to beat Marshall. It's their defense that
2: jumps out at you, you know, and you look at the numbers and – when I watch their game with JMU, I mean, again, JMU without Tots and Tao looked extremely pedestrian on offense. Mm-hmm. That, that Marshall defense really, really looked good. Owen Porter's the defensive player of the week, defensive lineman for those guys. He had nine tackles, four and a half for loss, three and a half sacks, forced and recovered a fumble. I mean, they are, they are the real deal on the defensive side of the ball, just 78 yards rushing allowed per game. They have forced 17 turnovers, which is what we've done this year. We've forced 17. They 417. Chili talked about their 12 interceptions. You know, that's a, that's a number that really jumps out at you. But then again, you got a Grayson McCall who doesn't throw the ball away. So, yeah, well, how, how that matchup kind
1: of turns mm-hmm. out, you
2: know, that, that might, you know, might be something to look for on Saturday night. Uh, offensively, it's all about labor right now. I mean, they don't really wow you in the pass game, but they sure do with labor. I mean, that's the number three rusher in all of college football. 143 yards a game on the ground. You know, he's gone for over 100 in every single game. He scored in every single game this season. So, you know, we, we're coming off a game where you know we made Blake Watson look like you know Doke Walker out there, quite you know, quite frankly, you know, and that's he's a good running back, but he wasn't he wasn't that good coming in. Now we're facing the kid who's all that and then some, you know, and, and labored. So can we slow them down? Can we slow him down defensively? And can we make some headway against their defense? You know, can we Get our ground game going against a defense that really does well against teams that run the football. Yeah, you know, we didn't run the football at all well against ODU. Can we figure that out on Saturday night? So those are the things I'm gonna be looking for.
1: I'm a dovetail telling that Joe is. You, 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 thank you, because you you set me up perfect. Can we be run fit against Marshall, and can we get our ground game going? Because the the first team that can get their ground game going in this game and also stop the run will be able to then open up the play action and the first team that can then can successfully open up the play action game will win this game by potentially one or two touchdowns. That's what I'm thinking because the first team who can run the ball successfully and then stop it. That's that's what the keys to the game is. There's We can X and O this thing, but Joe, to your point, Steve, your your great analytics, it's labor. If you can keep him contained and, and containing, what does that mean? It means containing for this game. That's just it. That, that's what it boils down to. Can we contain their run game and can we get ours going? Because the first one that does that gets to the play action, second phase of the offense, and then that's it. And also a special teams play. I think a special teams play will, will be vital into this game. That's
2: it. Hopefully, if we need I a hope, hopefully if we need a field goal, we can. Yes, you know, we kind of been on the on the schnide. Hopefully, we can you know get. Hopefully, we've got that kind of stuff ironed out too. We can make a kick or two if we need to. Obviously, we want to put the pill in the box and then kick. But you know, if we need
1: a field goal, we need to do that. That's it. I mean, that's the analysis I, that I have. I mean, it's just it's just as simplistic, but yet complex as that.
0: PD, I got a question for you. Last couple of weeks we've been talking about like <clears throat> as we look at the the opponent coming up, you've kind of talked about how it could come down to our defense throughout the game, making two or three stops. Mm. Could be in a row, you know, but timely stops, whatever, via turnover, turnover on downs, not converting, you know, downs, whatever. Do you still hold true to that idea about needing at least two or three st- oh sorry, getting two or three stops a game? defensively to have a chance to win? The challenge
1: is with that question is after, you know, you still have the ODU experience in the back of your head, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that that's the challenge is, can I'll say, can Chad and his team bring something different to the table this week, right? And when people hear that, I'm not calling out one person, right? That was a collective loss. But this week is going to be predicated on can the 11 on the defensive side of the ball contain their running game, right? And can they get a couple three and outs? They don't need to do anything spectacular. Turnovers would be great. Can we get a number of three and outs? Can we get a number of seven and outs, right? Where yeah. we get good field possession? Like that's people here, they hear three and out. I, I, I think of three and outs, seven out. Like. Seven plays, and they're punting on that seventh play, and you got the ball back. You know, you go back and look at the Georgia State App State game. Georgia State should have been up by four touchdowns before App ever put a damn point on the board. All right, seriously, I know first cuss word in almost seven weeks, but it was frustrating <laughs> to watch that game because I had it right there, Joe. I they had, had, You're had a chance. They they had a chance to seriously be up four touchdowns, and they didn't. So to this game, Chili, To your question is, yes if we can get three stops and I said and, that about that, that but what does that look like it just stops just go ahead John
2: and and two if we score can we clamp them that, down?
1: that's that's you okay. know, that's, that's,
2: that's, that's, that's what, what we couldn't do against Old Dominion we we there were a couple of times where we got to within a couple of scores and if we we stop a third and 22, we get the ball back. You know, we get it 35-21 if we stop them there. Boom, they hit us with a 67-yard run. And, you know, just we can't get gas for big ones. Yeah, I mean, if we don't get a three and out, maybe get a four, five, six, seven and out. But if we score, get a stop, you know, validate that. Get the ball back, you know. Maybe get a possession or two up.
1: The the now I've said this before about our offense. The best thing about our offense is our defense. And I know that sounds completely like I'm talking about both sides of my mouth, but just in a quick short synopsis, we put pressure on the opposing defense by going on long drives. So, Chili, what can we do best? To Joe's point, can we get a stop and a score or a score and a stop? Or can we go on a 10, 12, 14 play, very methodical, matriculating the ball down the field, and get a seven points. And then when you get that seven points, they go six, seven, I don't know, nine plays and have to punt, right? Like that's that's okay. People hear that and go, but if you can get seven plays and a punt, that's a stop. It's not glorious. It's not some flashy, fancy turnover, a big hit fumble, but it's a stop. So can we get a stop and a score or a score and a stop? So to answer your question, there it is, Steve.
0: Gotcha. Can yeah. That's you get, a can fine idea. To,
1: to, to Joe's point, can you get a stop and yeah. score? Or can you get a score and stop? Because we can't, if we don't get that, that's where we can flip it to two possessions. And then in our offense, our offense, we put their offense in a position to do what they don't want to do, which is throw the ball. They do not want to throw the ball. I don't care who's a starting quarterback because both of them are not impressive throwing the ball. They're just, they're not. Their asset to winning is running the ball. You get them where they're third and seven. They can't run the ball but to joe's point let's get them to some third and sevens or better and let's get them off the field
0: Now, i agree i, mean, I just pretty, want to ask that question because I, I, I was thinking about that question in terms of like you know first off how old dominion went at our last game and having the bye week did that shift our focus or you know our mentality about defense just in general I don't think mine's changed any. I just want to see us do better. That's a, that's really where I'm at right now. I feel like improvement is where we need to be defensively, you know, thinking, I don't know what the word is, but I think these be our mindset football. right now.
1: Assignment football is what you're asking for. You mm-hmm. just want good sound assignment football. And tackling, <laughs> tackling. And that's just it. Tackling.
2: Ta- tackle some tackle somebody. Don't let. You know, we're not, you know, yards after contact, Matt. You hit them, you wrap up, you get them on the ground, you tackle somebody.
1: That's it. I mean, things that – if somebody's hearing this podcast, they're going, wow, these guys are just kind of talking about basic football. But basic football is what are bye weeks for to get back to if you play basic football, not flashy football, this week. Can Coastal play fun, fast football? That's core to who we are, to our culture. -hmm. Long, methodical drives, putting pressure on their offense to get out of the framework. When's the last time we talked about that? We have not talked about that all season, have we? Making the other team get out of the framework of what makes them special. That's where our offense is as good as our defense when it comes to forcing the other team. That's what happened at Georgia Southern. We beat Georgia Southern at home because we kept consistently forcing them to do certain things. Because every time they score, we answer. They score, we answer. We score, we answer. You know, and that and, and it made them do some things um Georgia State same thing the Granger kid is not a very good passer but when you get up by two two and a half scores you have to start throwing the football case in point here's another moment in time matter of fact joe chili it just dawned on me this could be Georgia State all over again remember Georgia State came in they were running the ball very well they're not a very good passing team we hit them early got up what was it Joe two touchdowns we were up by two touchdowns right just like that Mm -hmm. just like that now can we do that Saturday can we get up by maybe 10-14 points early and force Marshall early in the game to get out the framework of what makes them special which is running the football make them throw the football early and you might see some turnovers happen you might see some turnovers happen um because they don't pass it very well
0: I think those were all good points. I really do. I mean, I think it's just a that, that mindset, like you were saying, TD. Um, Joe, anything else you want to add on that?
2: Not really. I think we've uh, we've kind of digested this one and broken it down, and I think it's you know it is what what we've said it. Hopefully, you know, will be. Hopefully, it will turn out the way we hope it turns out. You know, the way I kind of expected to turn out. To be honest with you. So we'll just have to lace them up and hit the field seven o'clock Saturday
0: night. Looking forward to it. Well, we, we want to um, welcome, TD, a new sponsor. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you single, divorced, et cetera? Are you finding that your dates, like the mountains on the Appalachian Mountain Range, few and far between, maybe you can find love at MarshallMatch.com. Oh, boy. This is going to be the worst one. MarshallMatch.com will certainly match you with someone you can communicate with using cannon string, smoke signals, or even just holler. The fine folks at marshallmatch.com will introduce you to someone you can share chewing tobacco with, distill illegal moonshine or go swimming in a cement pond. marshallmatch.com will give you someone you can have a corncob pipe with and hang out with Jesco White. Try the fine folks at marshallmatch.com. You won't have to write a fur piece, to borrow
1: toothpaste. <laughs> Joe's covered his face up, man,
2: isn't it?
0: I didn't even have I to like, get bleepers.
2: I feel like you'll see what he said, great horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh So listen, let's talk about something that was really
0: interesting this week in Strut Nation. Um Ooh. we tweeted out We had two big uh, Twitter questions, and guys, I I sent that out. I'm going to check this. It was about four four or five days ago. I've got my iPad here in front of me. The first question, I want to bring this up because I don't have a clear winner on any of this, and I think this is really cool to bring back up. The guys at Coastal Football Equipment loved the helmet question. Now, Mm. I've retweeted it for everybody who missed it last week. I'm going to have another one come out, but I wanted to share that one again because... We got a lot of really good feedback on what could potentially be a, another helmet logo um, that some people had. And people even sent us, Joe and TD, uh, pictures of what they thought it should be or could be, you know, for a new helmet logo. So I, for this week, I retweeted that picture, guys. I made like a set of six of them um, and retweeted that picture of the montage of what they had. So. There's a lot of really good feedback on those um, and keep that feedback coming y'all. Cause the guys at coastal football equipment told me they enjoyed that discussion that we had here and what the fans are submitting to. I'm not saying they're going to go and put a new helmet sticker on the helmets because you guys said, go do it. What I'm saying is people that are, you know, a part of the decision-making process with our favorite football team are listening along with you and like joining in with you. So that, that was a really cool discussion. The second question was who was your fourth quarterback in that picture when we had um, Alex Ross, Grayson, and uh, Tyler Thigpen as far as who the fourth quarterback would be if we were to do a coastal football Mount Rushmore. Um, There's some really cool responses. I thought we had a good discussion on that too last week, y'all, but some of the responses, I'm going to read these if that's okay with you guys. Um, Two or three people right out the bat said Zach McDowell. Just like real quick fast responses on that uh joe one of yours you said aramis hillary very popular mm-hmm. one um here's one i thought was really interesting uh two people said stop at those three
2: i, I saw i saw a couple of those and I, yeah it, it would it would, be, it would be hard to argue with that to be honest with you no offense to anybody else but i mean you got three of you got those three head and shoulders i think uh that you know, have separated themselves those three in that quarterback room
0: yeah, and then there was one other um, that um, – I don't know who this person is. They're a Coastal fan, but they said that uh, the fourth one hasn't played yet, but they're already calling who it's going to be, that it's going to be Bryce Archie. Oh, so, mm, man, man. That's that's pretty man. heavy. So I <laughs> that person shared that. And, you know, we always ask for people to reply, so I wanted to make sure everybody was heard on that. So the other person said that Bryce Archie will be the fourth. If he's listening, he's, he better get to work. I like that, man. I like that. That means the future is bright. So um, from the Coastal football equipment guys, here is your uniform reveal for the week. Coastal is going to be going with the black helmet, white jersey, and white pants. One of my more more favorite. That's really good grammar, Joe. Um, one of my favorite road combinations. T.D., I see you nodding your head. You like that one too? I like that one. The icy whites with the, with the black
1: lip. I like that. When's the last time we wore wore all white with black lips? That's
2: what what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, Man, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember the last time we might have done. Kansas, maybe, in 19? Did we do that? No, we wouldn't have done that then because we wouldn't have
0: had all the icy whites.
2: Well, we might have done that
0: then. Can y'all see the picture? I can't see that. Okay. Um, So when the good guys at – Coastal Football Equipment sent me that. They did send me a picture. Is that better? That's when we wore it last. That was that's Kansas
1: '19. What that is. Yeah. And hey, you know what else? We I don't know why it came to my mind. Kansas came to my mind because I could. Th- I don't know why, but Jeffrey Gunter and the interception he made. I, I that was like the first image I can think of. But you know what else? Didn't we, Didn't we go all white with black lids when we played at Montana?
0: I think you're right. Yeah. Because it was the I, white with yes. teal numbering we and everything went, That's
1: right. We went all white with black lids at Montana.
2: Yeah, that's about back in the Russell days. Hey, I'll take those
1: two wins. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I, I like that. I'll take those two wins at Kansas and at Montana. I'll take that. I'll take those.
2: And I want to say maybe we did it at Idaho, our very first Sun Belt win. I, I want to say we wore black, white, white then. You're right. We, had to we go did back have to Tyler Keene at quarterback. With uh, – I think he won. No. Um, that was a season uh, our 25 was quarterbacks,
0: was, wasn't it? Quarterbacks.
1: Was that the year that that we were, were – we 10-2 that year?
2: no that was a, that was the first fps year i was three and uh, nine. that was three nine that was three
1: and that was one. our
2: first sunbelt win but gosh it, it might have been key i i i don't know man oh, that's getting late it's way past my <laughs> bedtime holy well, mackerel
0: well joe it's your time for your favorite part of the show you get to watch td squirm so no oh, well here we td go. yes Marshall is a former member of Conference USA. Correct. For five hundred dollars. What is CCU's record against Conference USA all time?
1: Oh, wait a minute. That's mm-hmm. a good question. So U A first of all, let me let me recognize, let me remember the teams that are in UA, that in Conference USA who we've played. Go ahead. All right, U A B. Okay. Charlotte. Gotcha. Because we were one and one against UAB. We beat Charlotte. We only played. We played them twice. We beat them both times. So that's at least three wins.
2: We hung two fifty burgers on them boys. Yeah, we did. Mm. Uh, I don't, I
1: don't think they were. were they Would they were they officially see I that would. That's so. I, that's what I'm trying to think of. Before I can give an answer, I got to think of the teams we've played who are actually in CUSA. Now I got a question. Let me before I answer. Are you counting the teams that are technically in the conference this year now, from when we played them before? Yes. Okay. Okay. See, because now you got you
2: got to find all these caveats. Now you got to start oh, digging for these
1: caveats.
0: Man. I feel like so, we're arguing a, a court case every week it, when we do trivia. That
1: was a. Fair you're going to next right? TD? So, is that uh, what you're going to do? No. you UAB. Charlotte, Jackson State, Jacksonville State, um, Liberty, and Kennesaw State. No, that is not, Liberty currently
0: not. in the conference. In the conference, USA. Yes, they, yes, they not, are not.
1: Not yet technically. Uh, oh, no. no. Next year is it? Next, next year. Kennesaw
0: is next year too, right? Next, next year too. Year. Yeah. So got, TV, I think you're got just the thinking branding about. They're all over right, their sir.
2: place, but they're not. They're not in there technically yet. So
1: UAB, Charlotte. Jacksonville State are three teams that are now current CUSA members that we've played. Now, in all fairness, is anybody else we've played that's now in the conference? got to help me out here. So there's not. So we beat Charlotte twice. I'm
0: currently looking at the records right now. Ask that question one more time to make sure I'm clear. So
1: how many current teams are in Mm -hmm. the CUSA that we've played? That would help me because Like, Charlotte's in there now, Jacksonville State's in there now, UAB's in. That's three teams I can think of. And I know we beat Charlotte twice. We split with UAB, and we lost to Jacksonville State. Okay. So, that would make us, what, three and three? At least the teams I can think of. So, you're asking, how many wins do we have? No, Our record. Our record. Uh, three and
0: three. You had Charlotte, UAB, Jacksonville State. Correct. Am I missing? Okay. Are, help me out. Who am I so I'm missing, though? No, you got it. That's it. Okay. Three we are we two three and oh against Charlotte. Okay. One and one against UAB. Okay. That's, and that's O and, one, and against one against
1: Jacksonville State. All right. So we're three and two. So we're three right. and two. All right, I was wrong, but I was close.
0: Joe, tell him what he's won. <laughs>
1: what What did he win? Pete I don't six? know, man. <laughs> hey, but hey, that was a tough question, though. But
0: I had to do a little bit of research in my head. Look how proud he is, Joe. Ah, uh, he, he ought to be happy.
2: He
1: ought to be. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for him, I'm TD. I'm,
0: I enjoy I'm watching him. Just it. like look this amount. Let me. Think. I had to
1: dissect. Wait, hey, because you know, all that <laughs> stuff shifts around. Because I hey, here's a one for you. I had a friend of mine tell me at work today, Marshall. Marshall, how many conferences has Marshall been in? Here's a question for both of y'all. Without looking, ah, don't look. How, how many conferences looking? has oh, Marshall hey. been in? Don't be googling I, it.
2: I can think of four. Right, sitting right here. You're talking right. about the southern, the Southern Conference, right? Southern Conference, MAC, CUSA, Mac. and now the Sun Belt. I think
1: there was
0: one more.
2: There might be, and there might be one a predecessor to to the SoCon because I don't. I think forgot they were there. in the
0: MAC. I forgot yeah, about that they, one. People
1: thought the when Mac. they. When they first came up out of the FCS, they were in the MAC.
2: Okay, that's the first place they
1: went. That was didn't, the first place they went. Didn't stay long. No, that was a, it. Was, they had a cup of coffee, uh, and then left. So, but I think it's, I think it's five conferences total that they've been in. What were they before the Southern Conference in? That they had to have been. I think it was. They were Southern. They were Southern MAC cusa sunbelt i want to say something there was another conference like a wacky one or two year period or something like that i think it was five total conferences they've been in
0: now you can google it chili so here's what i've got in the 1920s they were part of the wviac conference they were in the buckeye conference in the 30s they were independent for thirties and forties. The Ohio Valley, <laughs> of course, they, were even, independent. they
2: dominated that Buckeye Conference. Now They were really good <laughs> in
0: that Buckeye. He, says, <laughs> he was in the Buckeye Conference, Joe. In the Buckeye Conference, we had the you had the Ohio Wesleyan battling bishops, Ohio That's University, tough,
2: tough football team,
0: good defense. Yes, people are still talking about them. Miami University, who were then called the Big Reds, um, uh, University of Cincinnati. Denison University, who were the Denison Baptists who changed their name from Denison Baptist to the Denison Big Red. And then finally, TD, your favorite team, Wittenberg University, who were also called the Wittenberg Lutherans, who changed their name to the Tigers. The battling bishops, TD, of Ohio Wesleyan were apparently the ones who were the more dominant of the early years of the Buckeye Athletic Association. I could see that. You know, they They had a great backfield. They really did. Good quarterback. Good left-handed
2: quarterback, too. That kid 50 burgers. Every for everyone. Hey, 50 burgers, like you're going to Wendy's, man. They were just dropping them left and
0: right. So this week's Twitter but, poll is who is your favorite Buckeye Conference football team? <laughs> I
2: think that's a great question. Give me Wittenberg, man. I'm taking I'm a Wittenberg. Denison guy.
0: I love the Denison football program. <laughs>
2: Give me the fighting Wittenbergs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe, do they have Wittenburgers?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. That's that's what they called them. You know, they they'd they come and they just crush you, called a Wittenberger. Joe, do. where can we
0: find you outside of the amazing strut podcast that you're a part of? Oh
2: man. Me? Yeah. Cash and J68 on Twitter, Joe Cash and on Facebook, and Joe Cash and 1968 on uh Instagram. Of course, our our coverage. For, Uh, CSN Radio Network coverage starts 530 on Saturday on Hot Talk 99.5 WRNN.net and, of course, on their tuning app. So uh, take us in. And, uh, of course, the game is going to be on NFL Network, too. But uh, listen to our radio
0: broadcast. And you can catch TD every week on Buckeye Football Weekly. (laughs) (laughs) Covering the the,
1: the Wesleyan – uh dutch flyers versus uh, the dutch flyers the, Deni- yeah. the, they the denison it. red storm wave <laughs> the old power t td underscore dentally on twitter uh of course the strut podcast and then same thing on uh facebook is the podcast and, and uh you can find me there so
0: and you can catch all of us on our twitter instagram i'm sorry i was reading more on the buckeye athletic association there apparently there's a, there's a um you know what's never mind. heck with it um twitter and instagram at the strut podcast facebook just type in the strut podcast same with youtube subscribe on youtube you can catch these fun little videos that we do in addition to the podcast the uh, blog site the strutpodcast.wordpress.com look for our twitter twitter poll um maybe we can have like a tournament or we'll put two buckeye teams out there and then we'll have like a champion and we'll maybe send a trophy to the winning school if it's still around. I'm pulling for Denison. I gotta get. I gotta go with Wittenberg, man. Gotta go with Wittenberg. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just look
2: too good for me. They look they they're too strong. The W berg The the berg. That's it. They're they dropping a burger on somebody.
0: Hey T D, do me a favor.
2: Nope.
0: Say shots up.
2: Shots up. Shots up.
0: Friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Strut. We hope you enjoyed it again. So, we've got Marshall kicking off Saturday night, seven o'clock on the NFL Network. I think the kickoff's actually at seven thirty, but the NFL Network listed it at seven o'clock. You've heard the rest of the around the belt games happening. So, we go from Marshall to get ready to uh, Travis's favorite team. TD loves App State, so we're going to talk about them next week. But first, Marshall. Again, that kickoff will be. Scheduled, according to the NFL Network, at 7, but I think the kickoff's actually at 7.30. Don't quote me on that, but I did see it was saying it was 7, so just a heads up on that. Um, Again, we'll see you back here next week for another exciting edition of The Strut. Shots up. By the way, The Strut is a 5403 production.